Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Today on Collider Sports Time, the Chiefs are doing it, but without Patrick Mahomes for the next three weeks, Aaron Rodgers throws himself a perfect game in ON Green Bay over the Raiders, and damn it, we got some Penn State victory over Michigan. Who saw that coming? I think one person on this panel probably did. We're going to talk about all that here on Collider Sports Time. Surprise! I don't I don't appreciate that intro. You, you First of all, botched the, the Green Bay thing. Like, that that's week one stuff. I, I okay. apologize. Second of all, yeah. you don't talk about my Penn State Daily Lions like they pulled off some kind of shocking upset. We were favored to win. We should have won. We almost lost. It's not a big deal. Oh, so stay over there in your corner, Captain Kickass. I root for whatever team zip code I live in. Okay? Oh. Am I right, Matt Nose? Oh, uh, a little bit. Matt, all, <laughs> the shots, <laughs> all the shots. Hey, it's a Joe bit. Pesci show. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, this is a little live edition of Collider Sports Time. Uh, Josh is right to call me out on that. Uh, I had a little stumbling there at the beginning, but screw it. We're going to move <laughs> forward because we're live. There's nothing we can do about it, but I got all the facts right at least. Um, let's jump into this thing. Uh, Matt Nose, how are you doing? Uh, I am. Uh, I'm depressed. Oh, no. Uh, today, guys. Already? Uh, well, we're going to get to the uh, pardon my French shit show that uh, oh, was the Bears game. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking forward to having to go and reprocess those feelings for the 10th time since yesterday. <laughs> Two things. The way you just said, pardon my French shit show, I thought it was like a f- segment of the show. Mm. Like the pardon my French shit show. Welcome to this. And also, do you ever notice your beard like doesn't go up to your sideburns? It's just more of like a goatee? <laughs> no, it's not a well, goatee would just be that. Yeah. I just don't grow no. sideburns. Got it. Got That's it. It's really interesting. Chicago thing. Must be the wind. Yeah, it's a Chicago off. thing. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. a genetic. No, no, no. No, no. It's purely a <laughs> yeah. geographical base. Wait, Cody knows. didn't realize. Cody knows. Yeah, Cody knows. Uh, did his Tampa Bay Buccaneers play yesterday? I don't think they no, did. Bye. Yeah, thank God. That's the way he doesn't throw interceptions on a bye week. All right, Burn. let's move on to our first wow. game, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. Somebody doesn't throw interceptions. That's Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's not going to be throwing for the next three games right now. Initial assessment after the MRI was done. This was a Thursday night game. He was hurt, but um, they still did enough. The Chiefs did here to demolish the Broncos 32-6. Broncos were starting to feel themselves after a two-game winning streak, thinking they had something, uh, some noise to make over there uh, in their division. And unfortunately, the Chiefs shut them up. And even what's-his-face came in there as the backup 35-year-old Matt, Matt Moore. Matt Moore st- strode in there and threw a former Miami pass. Dolphin. Throw a beautiful pass to Tyreek Hill for that touchdown. But in the end, uh, this is the news coming out of this is the Mahomes injury. It's not so much the game. Yeah. The Chiefs did their business and and won. Uh, but you look at this situation here. We've seen we're seeing it with New Orleans, Matt, and a couple other places where their top quarterback, certainly with uh, with Carolina as well, their quarterbacks go down. These backups step in. Now this is a older backup, not a younger backup like True. maybe Teddy, comparably old, a younger, and also a Garden Mishu uh, or Kyle Allen. But you're seeing this uh, older gentleman step in. You think uh, Matt Moore's got enough to, to you know keep them going for the next three weeks? The difference is with those other teams, though, like the Saints, their defense is rock solid. Yeah. yeah. All the others have a complementary force on the other side of the ball, whereas the Chiefs 
just don't. They give up a ton of points. They give up, you know, rushing yards in excess of 100 mm-hmm. to anybody that has a competent running back. So or quarterback for that matter, yeah. Denver. So they just need to they need to tread water as best they can and wait. I thought it was three to five. Yeah. Uh, until Mahomes gets back and just pray that they can go 500 over that you know duration and then he comes back because right now the AFC is the the Pats and. Who? The yeah. Ravens? Yeah. Maybe. Like, the Seahawks maybe. we talked about. Well, the Seahawks are on the other side. Then they lose oh, the right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Colts. Yeah, right. The Texans. Like, I don't know who the second best and team especially is. especially Kansas City in their division. Their division stoinks for the most part. I yeah. Mean, Oakland's not bad. But I think with Matt Moore, you can you can win a game in Oakland. You can definitely, obviously, win in Denver. The Chargers are hot garbage. Um, yeah. And... I, listen, Matt Moore, if you guys remember, Matt Moore was a starting quarterback for a Miami Dolphins team, the last Miami Dolphins team to make the playoffs. Yep. And they came into Pittsburgh, That's and he got hurt in the been. first quarter, and they lost, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but that Miami Dolphins team was actually pretty good, and Matt Moore actually like led that team pretty good. Now, I understand he was a high school coach when they found mm-hmm. him. Like He was mm-hmm. his agent. Was kinda, yeah, he, he was yeah. coaching high school football. Um Listen, if you're if you're Kansas City and you are winning football games, do not rush Patrick Mahomes back. You do not want an RG three situation on your hands. You yeah. do not because the knee is nothing to mess with. Right. The, the hand, the shoulder, the elbow, like don't mess with those very important injuries on a quarterback. If the Chiefs you're right, the Chiefs defense pretty much sticks. But they did put on a show in Denver. Yeah. I mean, Joe Flacco looked just he looked like Joe Flacco. He did. He just yeah. got flustered that whole game. Yeah. And if the Chiefs defense can keep them somewhat in the game, mm-hmm. and the Chief, and, and Matt Morley has to put 20 or so points on the board, I think they're okay. It's an if, though. It's yeah. a big if. Yeah, yeah. Well, you look at the schedule they got the next five weeks. Is they're, they're, uh, they're at home against the Packers, at home against Yikes. the Vikings, but they're Yikes. on the road against the Titans. Well, you don't know what team you're going to get. That's a Jekyll and Hyde team all year. They do have the Chargers at home. That's pretty much a victory. And then the Raiders, if it's three to five weeks, that's their schedule going forward right now. It's before, And then right before they get into the game against the Patriots. So it could be that if they rest Mahomes at the five, full five weeks, he's coming back against the Patriots in New England. So that's a, that's a strong... If after three weeks, on. they're two and one, which is a big if because yeah. Green Bay will probably beat them the way they're looking right now. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota will probably beat them the way they're looking. More than right likely. Now. Okay. Yeah. So if you're one and two, okay, it is what it is. You're still probably in the division lead. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Who, I mean, otherwise, what? The, the Chargers could rip off a couple and then now they're in the discussion if you lose a couple weeks. Right. Or the Raiders. Or the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. a two big ifs. Still big if. If after five weeks, they're three and two. I still don't think you bring back Mahomes for that Patriots game. You're just setting him up for failure. Well, you really are. You know, the good ones want to play, man. I, I get it. Yeah. But if, if, he, if, if he's not 140%, Andy Reid would be an idiot to bring him back mm-hmm. until the playoffs. Oof, wow. Whoa. I'm just I mean, saying. I'd bring like, him back if before he's not 100%, that. I'm just saying, if he's not 100%. Right, right, right. The only way you rush him in is if it's a playoff game. Right. It's the only, only well, way. Well, not even then. Because then RG3. Honestly, I would say weather dependent. If it's a nice, calm day in New England, yeah. he's healthy, bring him back. If it's yeah. freezing cold, yeah. sit on the bench. Yeah. Right. Because there's right. no point in, in re-aggravating that dislocated knee. Totally. Yeah. And Kansas City doesn't exactly have tropi- tropical temperatures. No, but it's yeah, a, yeah. You know. at the same time. That's five weeks from now, so winter will have started at that point. Totally. So if you can get around not having to play in a freezing cold, you know, situation your first week back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've had a dislocated shoulder, and that wasn't fun. I can't imagine what a knee's like. Yeah. And do you see the kneecap? I mean, it was, yeah, it was creepy. Did you see him put him back in? Oh, put yeah. the kneecap back in? I was literally throwing up on the side of yeah. the television. It was nasty. Uh, well, we'll see what happens uh, with the Chiefs here. But, I, you know, this could have been a lot worse. This could have been a season-ending injury. The fact that it's, yeah. he's only out a few weeks is a positive for the Chiefs overall. And, yeah, I think if they go 2-1, and one, they'll be fine. Uh, or 1-2 and two even. They'll be fine. Losing all three of the games could be dangerous depending on what the Raiders do and the, and the uh, uh, Chargers do in that division. I don't think the Broncos are going to make much. Noise. So those are the teams you no. might want to. The Broncos here. only have one win, I think. They're yeah. already getting calls about their two. their wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Sanders, Emmanuel yeah. Sanders yeah. is on the table. But you look at Matt Bring Moore him back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's certainly possible. You look at Matt Moore. He played Carolina. Uh, he played four seasons in Carolina, and then the rest of the time in Miami. So he's not a journeyman quarterback, so to speak. So he's been only two teams the whole time yeah. he's been in the NFL. So that speaks volumes that a lot of coaching staffs had a lot of faith in him as a backup quarterback or as a starter as well. So that he could plug the holes just nicely. And you don't need to do too much, I don't think, as a Kansas City Chiefs a quarterback, right? You just got to throw Tyreek and let him run. It That's just depends on what it. that defense does. If that defense yeah. gives up a lot of points, then you're going to be working from, from down, and now you 
they need you to go out there and put points on the board. Yeah. A lot of puns you can make about him doing less, not more kind oh, of a situation. Yeah. Did you see where I was going there with that, it is. Matt. Come on, buddy. Woof. Benjamin Moore. Benjamin Moore paints. Come on, paint the end of It's all there. It's all there. All right. Roger Moore. All right, the Packers. Uh, let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they took care of business against the Raiders here. They're uh, a division rival of the Chiefs. Uh, Rodgers, five touchdowns, 429 yards, and even ran for another touchdown as if that wasn't enough. If this is the Matt LaFleur offense fully come to life, we're all in trouble. We're all, the entire NFL is in trouble because they looked gorgeous yesterday. Yes, against the Raiders, say what you want, but still, he was fantastic. 25 of 31 to 8 different targets. Derek Carr did his best, 22 for 28. That's not bad. 293 yards, two touchdowns, but two turnovers there. And so they take they uh, get the victory here at Green Bay. Uh, what impressed you most about them, uh, Josh? Well, I mean, this is the Aaron Rodgers that Colin Cowherd, you know, gets a boner for every, yeah. every morning on, sure. on radio. Yeah. Uh, apparently had a perfect QBR rating. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect game. Yeah. Okay. Perfect game. First of all, I don't think you have a perfect game if you don't go 31 of 31. Like, I, I, right? Like, I, 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 well, I, I don't know if they take into account, like, that was a catchable ball and the receiver dropped it. Right. Okay. Type or, of thing. or throwaways on purpose. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, why is a perfect QBR rating like 158.6? Who is making up these numbers? I don't know. What don't is, know. Why isn't it a one out of 100? If mm-hmm. you throw a perfect game, you're 100. If you don't, you're 94, whatever the case. I don't understand what this at this number, this arbitrary number means to me. I have no freaking clue. It's like yeah. whip in baseball. I have no idea what that number means, other than the fact that you get a lot of points for it in fantasy baseball, at least you did back in the day. Mm-hmm. That being aside, do you guys know the last time a quarterback threw for five touchdowns and ran for one touchdown? Do you know who the last no. quarterback was that did uh, that? Slash Cordell Stewart? Nope. Oh. Uh, Michael Vick? Nope. Mm. John? Well, the look Ra- on your Randall face is Ben Roethlisberger. Nope. Mark John? Rippon? You, sir. <laughs> Oh, correct. Margaret, the 1991 season? 91. That's right. We were scoring points like they were nothing that yep. season. Yep. It was the last great time on the mountain. Rip oh. it. Uh, no, I, listen, the, the the Packers, I don't know if like you can say, like, if this was what the Matt LaFleur offense looked like, I think we're all in trouble. I think that Aaron Rodgers is always going to have these incredible blow-up games in a season, and blow-up in a good way, not like yeah. when you have three triples in a row after you're two over yesterday. And Anyway, that's a personal story. Um, but... He's always going to have these incredible games, and the Raiders always kind of lay an egg once or twice mm-hmm. or three times a season because this is this Raiders seems actually not terrible. Like they're they're pretty surprisingly good as yeah. a, compared to the yeah. last four or five seasons of the Raiders, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think Aaron Rodgers had a beautiful day. Matt Lafleur's offense was finally clicking, and you just so happened to meet the Raiders on a terrible day for their secondary. Yeah, because for the most part, Aaron Rodgers has looked pretty. Decent all year. Like, decent. He's, he's gotten... They have warmed up with every yes, passing right. week. They started off the season, like, you know, their win against uh, my Bears 10-3 to yes. in week one. Mm. That offense looked like it was trying to figure out what exactly they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the defense looked stout. And now the offense is caught up to, and both sides of the ball are really humming. I mean, mm. even with Minnesota surging... It's Green Bay's to lose, flat out. Right, right. Except uh, for the Lions, obviously. Yeah, it, it, I think it's them. It's the Saints, yeah. um, the Niners, but I still like the Saints and uh, Green Bay better just because you have more proven quarterbacks yeah. when it comes down to playoff time. But mm-hmm. it should be the Packers taking you know the North Division pretty easily. Yeah, and, uh, would, that sucks. Would, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. The Vikings are starting to figure this out. We're gonna we're gonna talk about them in just a second, but. From what I saw today, I mean, yesterday rather, the Packers certainly look good, but I'm not counting out the Vikings just yet. Uh, uh, I, I like this idea of what's happening uh, with them as the well. The NFC North is my favorite division because I have a new favorite team each week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish. You know, I, I think the counter to that is Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Well, right. Oh, that's a fair point. It's, I suppose if it really comes but, down to it. Uh, yeah. Well, like the clear winner there is Kirk Cousins, right? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Adam Thielen is now what? Adam uh, Thielen catches hammy. everything, but yeah, now he's got this hammy. But he said he'd be good for Thursday. Yeah, don't we'll rush the hammy. Exactly. Rush Four days rest, I would keep him out. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. You know, hurt your. Who do they have on Thursday night? Do you know, John? Who the Vikings who, play Thursday night? The Vikings play. Uh, who do they play Thursday night? It's a good question. I wish I, I had all the top, top of my head. Yeah, me neither. You know, but Adam Thielen has caught everything. Stephon Diggs is incredible. Oh, he is. They're both incredible. Yeah. And, and Dalvin Cook looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, they have the weapons. They play who they play your Redskins. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is going to throw over 25 touchdowns. Oh, against man. A revenge you game. You don't even need Thielen. No, Why you would you rush him against the... Yeah. Sit him. Yeah. You don't need him. In Dalvin Cook and, and in Stephon da- mm. Diggs will just crush them. Say goodnight. That's it's not yeah. Stephon. It's Stephon. Stephon Diggs? Stephon, yeah, that's what I, yeah. I thought it was Stephon. Because Stephon's been coming on. It's been fantastic. We're going to talk to them first, about them for, uh, in just a second. But first, let's talk about the other uh, team in the NFC North. That's uh, Matt Nost's Chicago Bears who went down to defeat to Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints who are 5-0 and without Drew Brees. Hey, no one's talking about a quarterback controversy here, but... Maybe? I don't know. This is incredible. 5-0 and without Drew Brees. Beat the Bears 36-25. Teddy Bridgewater threw for 281 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, this has been incredible. Uh, and Michael Thomas had nine receptions for 131 yards. Thank you, Fantasy. Latavius Murray ran for 119 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> Trubisky did finish 34 of no. 54. No. With 254 no. times? Two, two, yeah, no. Yards and two late touchdowns. No. <laughs> with... At the 10 yeah. minute mark of it the fourth quarter, yeah. our offense had put up 85 total yards. Yeah, yeah. 85 total at yards. At halftime? Yeah. No. At, no. At the fourth Through quarter. Through the third quarter, at the 10 minute mark or the nine minute mark this of game, the fourth like, went quarter. This game totally under my radar because I. 85 yeah. yards. Now yeah. he gets all this garbage uh, yardage late in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we still haven't put up 300 yards this season. There was, there was three <laughs> throws in particular where it's like, I. You're not even a third-string quarterback. There was one. It was a sideline uh, out route to Gabriel, and he there's a, not a defender for five yards. Yeah. And Trubisky sailed it over his head and passed the guy standing on the sideline. <laughs> and Aikman was like, "That's a pass you got to make." And you're like, "Yes, <laughs> thanks, Troy." That is a, There was a fourth and three <laughs> at the nine thirty in the fourth, and we're oh. down by nineteen points. Uh. And he throws the ball away, and you're like. What do you? We need points. This offense has been thoroughly inept over and over. There was another one where I think it was a Miller uh, post route deep into the right, and uh, he had a step on his defender. The safety had not cheated over enough yet. Had him easily and overthrew him. So we're saying that the the twenty five points, a lot of those points were garbage points. They're all Cordero Patterson or Cordero Patterson. I yeah. can't remember the pronunciation. He had a uh, return, oh. and we mm-hmm. had a field goal, and we had 10 points until garbage time late. Got it. Got it. Yeah, got it, yeah. Got it, got it, it was, it was yeah. Patterson, and that was it. That was the only offense we could muster, which is special teams. I, I got to be honest. I, I basically was flipping through like my red zone, and every time I saw like the Saints were scoring again, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. I did not know that Mitchell Trubisky threw the ball 54 times. 54 it, times. That's I mean, too many times. That's your play for from Mitchell behind. Trubisky. And that averaging four yards a pass. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, man. It's yeah. bad. And if Chase Daniels doesn't get the start next week, like the problem is they're going to continue to give Trubisky a shot week yeah. in, yeah. week out, right. because he's the guy that the GM drafted, that the coach has hung his hat on. And now, oh, so man, what, two, two more years? Three more? Well, he's up for his rookie extension after yeah. this season. You got to uh, dump him. You got to dump him. I know. But you can't pay There's him. no one else stupidity you can go of to. We may, we may end up extending him. Oh, I know. Why? Go get Teddy. I, if we do, like I'm, I'm honestly, I will actively root against Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I would do it. I would do it. He is the worst. He oh. is the worst. Oh my god, he's most frustrating. Like I'll take Rex Grossman back. I'll Ooh, take wow. sexy Rex. Yeah, wow. I'll take Kyle Orton back. Ooh, I'll take Kyle Orton. Eric Kramer. Okay. I'll take oh, wow. so That's many so of our sick. quarterbacks that were underwhelming over the years. Over Kyle Orton. Would you take Kyle Orton back? Yeah, you said Kyle Orton. I'll oh, you Kyle said Kyle Orton. Orton. Okay, okay. Uh, I will take. Uh, he is so frustrating. At least Tom Zach, would you take Mike Tomzak back? Hey, Name hey, him. hey. I'm just Name asking. Him. Mike Tomzak played in Pittsburgh, and he did a hell of a job. He beat the Bills one time on Monday night. Yeah, what do you guys want for Hodges? What do you, what do you want for Hodges? What do you want for... Oh, you, you want the duck? We got nothing over here. Don't ask You want the duck? I, I would <laughs> take, over, like, what do you, I take Case Keenum over Trubisky right now. Really? really? Oh, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. All day long. You want, you want Trubisky? I Go right ahead. I would absolutely send you Case Keenum for Trubisky. Straight up. Well, because you guys want to be playing your young kid anyway. Yeah, we want to play Haskins. There's not a quarterback in the league practically that i would not take yeah like and mariota i don't want no uh there's well, only a, what about a cam you cam newton cam would be I, I great cam. chicago let's let's bring in kaepernick for a try yeah 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 let's trade for bridgewater once you know he goes back on the bench let's do let's do something this team has too much talent and we're not going to make the playoffs the saints are going to give up bridgewater because in, 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 drew Brees is 147 years old and he yeah. is he's an insurance injury. policy yes. they'd be stupid 100 percent. yeah yeah agreed well either way this looks great for the saints and i you know this is the story that no one is like it's just kind of as josh said kind of sailing under the radar that the fact they just keep on winning uh and then we'll see what happens once the playoffs uh, get come Dude, up if here if i was drew Brees, i would not put my margarita down yet 
Yeah. Just They're talking left. about bringing him back next week, and then they got a bye after that. Why wouldn't you just I, keep no, him for the bye? For the bye. Yeah, right. right and also this, uh, Teddy is playing for a starter contract right now. Sure. I know Teddy signed it. for two years, but someone's going to want to get him in the offseason, and Teddy could probably find his way out of that situation with New Orleans and, and they start could, for a team. And they could trade him and get a ton oh, for him. Yeah, actually. Actually, that's a fair, fair right. point. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to another uh, game here. That's the Cowboys. They took control of the NFC East with a 37-10 to win over the Eagles. Who didn't see this coming? This was pretty much set up. The Eagles have been really? bungling it all year, in my opinion. Yeah. They just, I, I think the Cowboys are a better team when they're dialed in against a competitor, when they kind of uh, feel overmatched or they feel like they're, they're cockily walking into a game like they did against the Jets. They get found out. They had to bounce back here. All the drama, all things went around Jason Garrett. I think if Jason Garrett loses this game, the seat is even hotter, and he may be gone before the end of the year, no matter what Jerry uh, Jones says. But Prescott showed up here. Once again, standard 239 yards passing. You're not going to get massive passing days out of Prescott. Had a touchdown, an interception, had another 30 yards rushing. But Amari Cooper, bouncing back from that injury, caught five passes for 160 yards. Uh, Wentz was 16 of 26 for 191 yards, threw an interception, and lost the ball twice uh, in fumbles. But Ezekiel Elliott also ran for 111 yards and a touchdown. Matt, um, what does this mean? Does this mean anything? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I clearly liked one or the other going into the game. Yeah, I, mean, I would no, have okay. slightly favored Dallas mm-hmm. uh, just because Ezekiel Elliott is by far the best running back of these two teams that either has. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Dak has been more consistent this season. So yeah. I, I don't know what this means. I mean, right now... The NFC East is going to be won by a team that's nine and seven. It's a dumpster fire, man. It is ten and six, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a team is going to run away with it, like it is, you know, the NFC North or any of a handful of other divisions. So as long as Dallas can stay above five hundred, they're going to they're going to take this. Mm-hmm. And Eagles, enjoy your Super Bowl. You know, it was a couple of years ago, but at the same time, yeah. still got a Super Bowl in recent memory. That's the thing they come back to, Josh. What do you think? See, I think that, like. Doug Peterson, if you watch the end of that, if you watch his press conference, it's pretty, it's a pretty good press conference because mm. he was, he was really, really upset. I, I think that the Dallas Cowboys defense deserves a ton of credit oh, on yeah. this one, mm-hmm. and that the the Philadelphia Eagles just laid an egg. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the problem with all these NFC East teams is there is absolutely no consistent, like good team, right? Dallas comes in, looks amazing, and then the next week they score like eight points, right? Yeah. Uh, they were on a three-game losing streak. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. like, I mean, just explodes for offense, and then the next week can't do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. I, there isn't a consistent team that I can like hang my hat on and say, man, I, I think the Cowboys could definitely go to San Francisco and beat the Niners, or I think they could go no to chance. Green Bay and beat them. No. I think do that, or New Orleans and beat them. No. I don't think any one of those teams has any kind of dominance. And if, if I'm being honest, Carson Wentz, does not look comfortable nope. in the pocket. Carson, he really yeah. does not. And that defense was all over him, and he looks shaken after the first sh- series. He yeah. just looks shaken. Yep. And the Eagles did nothing to help him. Doug Peterson did nothing to, to vary the offense, do some quick routes, do some checkdowns, nothing. Mm-hmm. He was just standing in the pocket and getting the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, I think Carson Wentz is fool's gold. I think, I think he's a Trojan horse. I think he looks really good. You think this is going to be great. Push him in, and there's nothing inside. I don't really? think he's got the talent to take it to the next level. He said, yes, he's had injuries. Yes, he had his problems. But like, he doesn't seem to show progression. And we see he's got a standard baseline. And the standard baseline is when he's good, he's capable. When he's not good, it's real evident how not good he is. I and mean, he's too inconsistent bef- at this stage in his career. Before he got hurt, uh, when they made their you know surge into being a relevant team he was in the mvp discussion top two for that year for yes. that year yeah so he has shown flashes but i mean there's got to be buyer's remorse that now that Foles is gone yeah because they're sub five with carson uh, as the starter yeah and with nick Foles, you know they won the championship right so i don't and know Foles what being did. hurt i don't know about how much you know buyer's exactly. remorse but I, I i get what you're saying mm. um i think you know listen major injuries especially to your legs as a quarterback Unless you're a Tom Brady or, say, Ben Roethlisberger, mentally you get kind of brainwashed a little bit. Listen, Carson Wentz, he does not want to get hurt again. And you could see him moving around and kind of, you know, 
instead of running for his life, he's sort of just going down. Same thing happened with Carson Palmer. When Carson Palmer got hurt in that AFC divisional playoff game against the Steelers, he was never the same quarterback again. Yeah. He was serviceable in Arizona. He was fine, but he was never that Carson Palmer we knew before he blew up his leg. And every injury is very different. Carson Wentz is probably just upset that he isn't as mobile as he was before the injury. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Wow, this is crazy. It's it's a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of comments here. Uh, people trying to people trying to give a little love to Vince Evans. What? I don't understand what that means. Uh, that's really weird. Um, they, uh, Dylan Dog says the Eagles will still win the NFC East. There's no way that's going to happen. I just don't think. I, I, think. I mean, they could look. The Dallas could go on another three game losing streak. Yeah. And the Eagles win a couple. I mean, they're the only two teams. If yeah. one of the yes. two of them is going to win that, because it's certainly not going to be Washington or uh, the Giants. No, 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 no. So, uh, <laughs> no. They, it's it's a two two horse race on this. Unlike uh, most other divisions. Yeah, I got to give it out to Helgard Werner, who says, I would take Kramer from Seinfeld to quarterback my team, even over uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Not Eric oh. Kramer, Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah, there you go. From Seinfeld. Nice. Pretty good. Nice. Take anybody. Eric Kramer. Yeah. Take anybody. It's uh, good to go. You know what All Eric right. Kramer's doing now? I don't. He's, a, he's a consulting writer on Ballers. Oh! No, I made that up. I was going to say, I hate that. That was Richard Mendenhall. I do not like that show. <laughs> All right, wow. Vikings. That's, Ballers is like entourage for sports people. That's no, just like Silicon Ballers? Valley is entourage for tech geeks. I never understood. Like, I watched the whole first season of Ballers, oh, and I go. thought to uh-huh. myself, yeah. why did I do that? Self? Why did myself? I do that? What I watched I... one episode, and I was like, I'm out. I love The Rock. The Rock like, is the Rock great. Can do no wrong. Everyone he loves The Rock. wasted in that show. Uh-huh. What's well, his show? Let's be honest. The Rock does a lot of wrong. Yeah. Does he? Well, How dare you? No. Yeah. Look, at, look, at his, look at his movies. We've, we've done this on the top yeah, ten. No, only because you don't agree with the Fast and the Furious series. That takes away like six movies. That's fine. Let's add the Fast and the Furious. Then we've got like, that's 12 that I like. So what else do you not like? The uh, Rock. Okay, outside of what? Jumanji, The Rundown, and there's one you other. You never saw Central Intelligence. Though. I did Central not see Central Intelligence. Great. Yeah. Uh, San Andreas. Great. San Andreas is fun. Journey to the Center of the Earth 2. Fantastic. That was Tooth Fairy. Oh, Tooth Fairy's Tooth Fairy's no good. <laughs> no good. <laughs> exactly. I can go right through. I'm not going to get anything. Uh, if you, if you have nieces or nephews good. or you have kids, game plan is good. Game you have nieces good. or nephews or kids, the, yeah. uh, the Tooth Fairy is a different is, metric is by adorable. which you're, you know. <laughs> Tooth Fairy is adorable. I was saying, look, The Rock is a fantastic person, and I hope, yes. I like that he keeps getting shots, yes. because I want nothing more than to have a great experience at the cinema with The Rock, yeah. and uh, so far it's been underwhelming for this individual. Oh, jeez. Hobson Shaw? And Charles Come on. I, I told you that would have to make my top five. Yeah. Yeah. If we did a rock. Well, the rock, maybe the rock should be a quarterback for the Bears. That's fine. Does, oh, he, does he have an arm? Actually, that doesn't even really matter. Nope. Uh, just give him the ball and let him run. He's like a rugby player. Yeah, it's fine. People. All right, let's move on to the Vikings. They took care. Now, what's NFC North heavy uh, opening segment here? The Vikings. You wrote it. I did. <laughs> yeah. So I was surprised by this. But these were the premier games, man. They handled the Lions in the second half. Uh, they won 42 to 30 here. Man, the Vikings have figured this out. You know, the first three games of the season, we were wondering what was going on here with Kirk Cousins and this team and Zimmer. All the weapons, why can't they get this thing done? And Stefan Diggs and Cousins have discovered each other again, and they are tearing it up over these last two weeks. But this is a third win in a row for the Vikings now, and they're moving into a position where you have to start considering them again as a playoff contender, possibly Super Bowl contender. We'll see. But uh, Cousins was 24 of 34 for 337 yards through four touchdowns. Here's a stat for you. I hope I wrote it down. Cousins is the first quarterback in league history to throw for at least 300 yards with a 130-plus passer rating in three straight games. First time ever. Pretty incredible stuff. You look at these Vikings, uh, and the Lions put up a hell of a resistance, but it was tie- It was close all the way until the uh, middle of the third quarter, and then it just started exploding. Yeah, so what do you got to say here, Matt, about these two teams? Uh, I just love that the turnaround was after Stefan Diggs came out and did the key, Sean, just throw me the damn ball. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost like he went, you know what, maybe I should just launch it as far as I possibly can and watch Stefan <laughs> run underneath it and grab it. And it's worked. <laughs> Look at that. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, you have two top receivers. You have a running back that so long as he stays healthy because he blew out his, what, ACL yeah, his yeah. rookie year, he stays healthy. He is a threat every time he's on the field. So you have a really dynamic offense mm-hmm. already just with those three guys. So – you know, make the right passes, and yeah. they will manage to find the end zone more often than not. That's, I think, the, the big difference. He's just moving the ball competently, mm-hmm. and uh, those guys just make incredible. I mean, that catch from Thielen in the end zone oh, yeah. was incredible. gorgeous. It was yeah. a great pass and a great catch. And Makuga, your Lions did. Matt Stafford, 364 yards, four touchdowns, all to Marvin Jones Jr., former Bengal. Listen, Matt Stafford is clearly still a great quarterback in yep. this league. I'm I, bet, you. I bet the Bears just are taking so happens, a heartbeat. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No question. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not besmirching. Half the teams in the league would take Matt Stafford yeah, right true. now, if not more. More than half, yeah. 
It's, it's just an unfortunate situation that he's playing in Detroit, and they just can't get out of their own mm-hmm. way. It's mm-hmm. Detroit. It's Detroit. It just is. And it's, it's Detroit, and it's Cleveland, and it's these teams that just can't mm-hmm. get out of their own way. And it, it really is a shame because Matthew Stafford does everything he can every year, and it just falls apart in his hand like he's holding that birthday cake right he's mm-hmm. got it he's walking into the party and like four six-year-olds <laughs> run into him and then the birthday cake falls on the ground yeah. and then his mom's birthday's ruined so but on the flip side of things i think what mike zimmer has done is is he has given the reins to his offensive coordinator and he said simplify this for kirk cousins yeah. because i don't think kirk cousins can run a very complicated offense and mike zimmer's offense is clear and cut always been very very complicated mm. and now he's just like hey we have three weapons make them the, the target we don't right. really need to worry about anything just chuck it and that's what he's doing yeah because that's what he did at Michigan State. Yeah. That's right. what he did at Michigan State. We did it with the, with the Redskins as well. Yeah. He was great long ball. Totally. It was the short ball. It was the short yard of situations that Cousins was always having issues with. But long yeah. ball, never a problem with Cousins' right. long ball. It was the most frustrating thing uh, yeah. watching him as Just a quarterback. Just rip it. Yeah. He could rip it like crazy. But yep. you get those third and two on the four-yard line, overthrow. Yeah. Done. Right in the grass. What uh, Trubisky had it. What? Oh, it's not even. Trubisky would throw. He threw another one in the dirt. <laughs> After he's sailing guys left and right, he threw one in the dirt two yards shy of his receiver, and the receiver just looked down. Is, like, is Trubisky like Chuck Knobloch at this point? Like he can't get it to first base? Is like, that's the situation? Oh, wow. There's a he looks, he's, I mean, Oh, he's done yeah. here. He's done here. I, I don't he's know. He's toasting here. He look, I mean, he looks like a backup backup. He looks yeah. like a third stringer. Like yeah. he looks like DeLome when DeLome went off the Ooh, cliff. Oh, man, that was yeah. tough. Like when DeLome went off the cliff, it was like, what was, just happened? That was yeah, tough know? to watch. It's incredible. Yeah. Unless it's garbage time, and then he can pick apart a prevent defense like nobody yeah. Just so long as we're down by 21 points yep. or more. That's yep. right. Guy's great. Well, uh, speaking of a quarterback that uh, climbed out from the cliff he went off of, that's uh, Jared Goff did a great job with the Rams here yesterday, leading them to a victory over the Falcons, the hapless Falcons. They are 37 terrible. to 10. Uh, 22 of 37 for 268 yards and two touchdowns. And Blake Bortles took over. It was a Blake Bortles sighting uh, on the field there at the end. I had no idea he was their backup, Blake Bortles, for the Rams. Did you? No. Yeah, see? Yeah. I didn't know that Bortles? either. Yeah. yeah. Matt Blake Ice Bortles. went down with uh, an injury. Yeah. Let's yeah. send Bortles in. <laughs> Matt Ryan, he threw over 159 yards for leaving with an ankle injury. So he, maybe Ryan is... If I was Ryan, I would not come back at all. Don't rush it. Yeah. I would break my own ankle even more. They're out of yeah. it. It's gone. They're, it's yeah, over. They're it's done. done. Why this, waste this it? season's toast. It's toast. Yeah. And I would force a trade. You absolutely force Oh, there's a, there's a ton of teams in this league that would want Matt Ryan right yeah. now. I so. don't... Quarterbacks need to take cues here and force trades. Still, though, with the NFL, you can go from last to first. Real quick. Yeah, exactly. So you still have a nucleus of interesting pieces. If you retool in free agency in the draft, you could be rebound and be right back to it because you have a competent quarterback. You still got Julio Jones. Mm -hmm. Like, I like uh, Freeman. Um, yeah, Devonta. Devonta. Yeah. yeah, they they have pieces that are super interesting. So I, yeah. I wouldn't you know blow it up just yet. I'd get out of there. I mean, Julio Jones is great and Freeman is great, but if your if your coach can't call a freaking game, but this has been the worst. This has been the worst Atlanta has been in ten years. Yeah, they haven't recovered if from not that more Super Bowl thing. I I, I don't disagree with you on yeah, that front. Yeah. Um, I th- I think. I mean, you saw Arthur Blank over there on the sideline. He looked <laughs> like he was about to start crying. I felt bad for the old man, but they Atlanta. Is they were a victim of their own success too because mm-hmm. a lot of their stud defensive players got paid and went elsewhere. Yeah, uh, some of their offensive their offensive line got paid and went elsewhere. Yep, and you see it in the fact that Matt Ryan got hurt because he has no time to throw the ball. Yeah, Julio Jones. What, if you're a defense and you're going up against Atlanta, who do you cover? Julio Jones. Yeah. You just put the whole team on him. Yeah. Nobody else is anything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a shame because Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is one of those quarterbacks that. I mean, he had a chance to win a Super Bowl. It's it's mm-hmm. he's I, I any day I'd take Matt Ryan over Joe Flacco in yeah. their prime one hundred percent. Like Matt yeah. Ryan is it, at, when he's at his best, he's a top five quarterback. Yeah, no, he's, he's much more proficient and competent. Yes, uh, Joe Flacco was a better version of, than of Trent Dilfer. He could manage yeah. the game, occasionally throw a great deep ball, right. and uh, that's all you really needed from him when the defense is so exceptional on the other side of the ball. Correct. Mm. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. I, I don't think they blow it up just yet. Yeah, if, I, I, if I was a Hawks fan, I wouldn't want that. I don't think they Fox can fan. afford to either. Uh, Matt, they, uh, last year, Matt Ryan signed a five-year, $150 yeah, million dollar contract yeah. with $100 million guaranteed. I mean, it's, th- and that's the crazy wow. thing, is too. When they sign those huge contracts, those other players go because yeah. you yep. can't afford to keep them. Yeah, yep. Yep. If he eats really up can. that much of your salary cap, 
Totally. You don't you? You have to retool with young talent. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you need and all the draft picks, which kind of helps a, them. Yeah, true. If true. they bottom out this year, okay, we get maybe they can chip off some other guys that they're going to replace in the draft, and they get mm-hmm. a few more draft picks, and they just retool with young guys, and they have a couple of veterans taking up a huge bulk of their cap, and then yeah. they you know which is cheap contracts. A, it's always a risky situation and never a guaranteed. To, yeah, I mean that's yep. always what my problem with tanking has always been is listen, you can't just depend on all these draft picks all panning out. Yeah. Not a lot of them do. It's a good point. Well, uh, speaking of draft picks, uh, the other story coming out of this game was before the game, and that's Jalen Ramsey from the uh, Jaguars signing with the Rams in a trade, actually. Uh, the Rams traded uh, two first-round draft picks as well as the Rams' 2021 fourth-round pick for one guy. One guy, as Dan Hedaya said on <laughs> Running Scared. One guy. Uh, so th- uh, that's incredible to me. What a haul for one dude. And, yeah, you can't say – that he was the key to the victory. It's the freaking Falcons. But, like, yeah. we'll see what dividends he pays. But already they're all saying all the right things. The teammates saying, like, oh, of he course. comes and bring that energy, defender, blah, blah, blah. His back injuries. And, we, and he said, uh, Ramsey said that he is not going to hold out in 2020, that he's going to sign an extension with the Rams. So, I don't know. Hey, you can say that right now yeah. all you want. Kyrie yeah. said if uh, the Celtics would have him back, he'd sign a long-term <laughs> yeah, contract. True. Good you can point. say whatever you want right now. Let's totally. see what happens when the rubber meets the road. I mean, their <laughs> defense needed help. It's Aaron Donald yep. and, and nobody else. No. Nobody else. Damn. And week in, week out, it's just like, okay, we double-team him, make the defense do anything else, and the defense was just porous around him, and the offense was working from behind. I mean, it's one of those things of you don't want to give him too much credit for having beaten the Falcons, but you got to beat the teams. Yeah, you do. That's that are in front point. of you, and yep. a team like this, you need to curb stomp, and, yep. and they did. So perhaps this is them riding the ship and getting back to contending, uh, you know, in the NFC West. Yep. Here's the thing: is uh, and I, I've had a similar problem when the, when the Steelers traded for Minka Fitzpatrick. We only gave up one first round pick, which this year looks like it, it may be in the top fifteen. Right, like depending on what yeah. happens to the Steelers after the yeah, spy, whatever. Okay, um, but two first rounds and a fourth round for one guy who is one of the better quarterbacks, cornerbacks in the league. Yep, yep. Right. He doesn't. If you don't move a point in Vegas, you don't deserve that many picks. Mm. And a cornerback does not move a point spread in Vegas. A quarterback does. Yeah. A running back does. A wide receiver does. Yeah. A cornerback does not. Maybe back in the day with Revis Island, or even or, then. Or Deion yeah. Sanders. Like, Sanders changes your entire mentality. Yeah, but team. also yeah. because Sanders was a punt and kickoff return dynamo. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, in case yeah. would line up as a wide receiver. Yes. Right, right, uh, right. But, Couldn't but, tackle, though. But Jalen Ramsey is not worth that, especially for the headache, oh, yeah. and especially the baggage that the dude comes with. Because, listen, he may say, like you said, I'm going to sign in mm-hmm. 2020. But... The zebra doesn't change his stripes, and the yeah. leopard doesn't change his spots. Eventually, Jalen Ramsey's going to be unhappy somewhere, and at some point, and he's going to make your life miserable as a front office or an owner or a coach or whatever. He's never been exactly Mr. Unvocal. Yeah. He's like, he's a part of, you're either a diva wide receiver or you're a diva secondary guy. Yeah. Right? There's not yeah. a lot of divas in between there. Unless you're like me, you get a couple of diva quarterbacks. But for whatever reason, the cornerbacks and the wide receivers, they go up against each other. They love being divas. Yeah. Yeah. And Jalen Ramsey has been a diva since day effing one. Yep. Sometimes justified, sometimes not. Because when they went to the AFC Championship against New England, he played a hell of a game. And he hasn't been the same Jalen Ramsey since. Yep, yep. Former Seminole. Shout out. Yeah. All right. Shocker, a diva comes from Florida State. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, Marino was so... All right, let's move on. Uh, I didn't even go to Pitt. He was a Pittsburgh guy, though. Yeah, yeah. but guess what? Little... He's probably the best pure passer in the history of the NFL. Oh, well. There. And he might he, be a diva, wow. but he's never won a Super Bowl. That's true. My bad. That's what I'm getting at. Still, though, had he played in today's game with the rules that oh, Taylor made for the quarterback? He'd have $150 million. Oh, my words. God. It'd be like It'd a be no so question. Weird. This guy's the best quarterback I've yeah. ever seen because he was doing this in an era that was probably, it was yeah. run run offense yeah. for everybody. Mark Duper used to get stabbed coming <laughs> off the line, like Super me and, Duper. Jim, bum, bum, and Marino still hit him. Yeah, true. Yeah. And Clayton. All right, so we're one of the best of the rest in the NFL. I'll cycle through these, and the panelists will tell me which ones they want to talk about. Colts upset the Texans behind Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby. Hell, certainly they must have known something with this guy. 326 yards and four touchdowns to beat this Texans who looked like they were going to take control of this division. Not so much anymore. Our Deshaun Watson had 308 yards, one touchdown, but was sacked three times. The Ravens uh, secured a surprising victory over the Seahawks in Seattle, 30-16. to I did not see this coming at all. Lamar Jackson, o- 
only threw for 143 yards, but he ran for 116. A little tough to beat that guy, but I, I can't believe uh, uh, Russell didn't do enough to uh, take the Seahawks to victory here. Buffalo gets their win against uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Miami. 31 to 21. No Fitz magic uh, with Miami there. Josh Allen threw for 202 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Gardner Minshew led the Jags over the hapless Bengals. Minshew had suffered the last couple of weeks. A little uh, tougher games for him, but in this one he threw for 255 yards and a touchdown, but having Leonard Fournette run for 131 yards, mm. that really helps as well. Kyler Murray! Oh! oh. Kyler Murray! Three victories now. He leads, he leads the Cardinals over the Giants in New York. Uh, they won 27 to 21. I watched this the entire time on the plane ride back from Orlando. Kyler Murray, because it was the only one showing, damn it. 14 <laughs> of 21 for 104 yards only, but did a lot to get help them in that victory. Tennessee, they started Ryan Tannehill over Mariota, and guess what? They got the victory. Mark Fernandez must be very happy. He loves Tannehill. Uh, they got the victory 30 to 23 over the Chargers. Tannehill threw for 312 yards and two touchdowns. And oh, yes. The 6-0 San Francisco 49ers, Frank Torres, you can shut up about it now. They defeated the Redskins 9-0. Listen, I get your 6-0, but you should not be defeating the hapless Redskins by three field goals. That's ridiculous. You should be putting way more points on the board. Uh, but you look at this, uh, yeah. It was tsunami-like conditions. I mean, guys were sliding 6-10 to 10 yards every time they went to get a tackle that yeah. they missed. There was one in the first half where uh, defender, I think it was for San Fran, was going after... Uh, Case Keenum, yeah, and literally slid for 15 yards just in the backfield, laterally going towards the out of bounds, and mm-hmm. he still almost clipped them like at the very end. But it was, I mean, there's so much water on the field. I wouldn't say uh, I was surprised by the Baltimore Seattle. The thing I was surprised by was the was lopsided. Yeah, I figured there's going to be a very close game with two fairly evenly matched teams, and Baltimore just showed up and handled the business. I mean, I, Jackson looked great. I was shocked. Yeah. Do you think that? And this is a totally different thing. Okay, so back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember this game, but the Steelers beat the Dolphins 3 nothing during a hurricane. Yeah, I remember that. It was that. like 2009, I yeah, think, yeah. 2010, something like that. Um, do you think that in these in those situations they should postpone a football game? Uh, yeah, it's football weather. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. We because, play in the rain in the backyard. No, oh, and I loved it. It was yeah. the best. Or I mean, the but that, that, was the, that was so much fun. It was like riding and sliding. Mm-hmm. It was just awesome. No, I get it. I just, uh, sometimes in, in those situations, guys are getting hurt and you're, you're planting on ankles and you're, you, you, the, the chance of injury is, is way more. That's beside the That's point. That's a fair point. The takeaway. A nine, I mean, a shutout again for San Francisco. That defense. Their defense is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want in nine, nine nothing in that crazy weather. It is what it is. My takeaway from this weekend, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. And the Indianapolis Colts, they're doing it, man. Yeah. It's they're literally each week I'm, I, I keep one. I don't want. I, I'm like I'm actively now kind of rooting for Jacoby Brissett and the Colts. Yeah. Not in mm-hmm. spite of Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck did what he did because he, he just was he had enough. OK. Yeah. And nobody believed in Jacoby Brissett. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett is doing it, man. Yeah. I like it. So just for the record, this is Lions and Colts that he's cheering for, but he did accuse me of cheering for a team. No, no, no. I'm not going to buy their hat. Let's just make it clear what happened here. I'm not buying a Brissette jersey or a Colts hat, John. You might get a Brissette. If if, if a fan sent you a Brissette jersey, I bet you wear it on Collider Live. Have you seen those jerseys? They're sick. (laughs) That's an expensive purchase. That's an expensive purchase. That's fair. Listen, I, I... you're eight by one. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 I love you cheering for the I'm Lions. With you. I love cheering for the Lions to make fun, to make Matt kind of upset, even though he's not, well, really not even upset. upset. Dude, I think it, I feel bad for you, <laughs> and I feel bad for any Lions fan. It's just the ineptitude by uh, you know with which your your franchise has existed my entire life is something that I'm I'm not envious of. I yeah. feel bad for him because like Barry Sanders is the best running back I've seen in my life ever. In my life. And it's talking about uh, Walter Payton was on my team, but I grew up watching Barry Sanders oh, every yeah. week. It was all we got to do is shut Barry down. And even if you keyed the entire line on him, there's still a chance. And they did nothing with mm. the best running back I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, and, and, and Megatron. The, and Megatron. And Megatron. Right. Arguably, you know, he's, no, he's not Jerry Rice. But had he stayed in the league longer, he could have been a top five, top ten. Oh, yeah. He, was, he, was, he made catches and 
played football the way a diva receiver plays without the diva exactly. attitude. Yep. yep. And then he just walked away. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done, guys. Yeah. Him I'm and done. Barry walked away. Yeah. yeah. That's got to tell you, with two of your premier <laughs> players in the last 50 years, walk away early from yeah, your yeah. team. Barry Sanders Instead of getting my ass kicked yeah. every week. Barry Sanders is so good that I played a highlight reel of his for my wife, who knows literally nothing about football. The first I took her to her first ever game, San Francisco against the Steelers, and she goes, why do they only have four downs? Okay, that's how little she knows about football, okay? I showed her a Barry Sanders highlight reel. She goes, wow, why, why didn't he win a Super Bowl? I was like, because mm-hmm. he played for Detroit. Yeah, yeah, they just couldn't surround him with couldn't enough surround. talent. And nope. the same thing on the flip side for Dan Marino. He played all those yep. years in Miami. He was yep. unbelievable, and they couldn't surround him with anybody. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I'm with you, Jacoby Brissett, and the Bills. Hey, keep going. Keep marching on, Bills. Keep doing their thing. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of guys, Buffalo. Do you guys Still got the Pats? Do you guys yeah. follow uh, like the Bills Mafia Instagram account at all? <laughs> no, They're, it's the best. Uh, but they had this they had this thing that was called the Chuggo Lantern this weekend, where they cut a hole in a pumpkin, and you put it on your head, and then you put the beer in the thing. Of course, it in the they pumpkin. did. It was great. Well, you got to do something in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, real quick, uh, uh, Jets Patriots. Who you got tonight? The return, the second game is, back for Sam is Darnold. Is that a real question? That's a legitimate question. <laughs> I got the Look. Jets pulling an upset. I get the okay, Sam Darnold. I think this is wow. going to be a closer game than you think. Yep. I think the Jets actually cover because I think right now it's New England given seven and a half. I think the Jets lose by three. Okay. And I think it's a feel, and I think it's a tighter game. I think it's, it's a twenty-four twenty-one. Hmm. Wow. In New Jersey, or maybe seventeen fourteen. Like the the Patriots are not going to allow a lot of points, and I think the Jets defense is going to stand on Tom Brady because they don't have a lot of weapons right now. Twenty one ten. I think we Jets. might want to check the, the 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 metal content in the water here because <laughs> I think you guys have some form of you know <laughs> weird toxicity Listen. poisoning. Because in seven and a half, Matt, I would take the over on that. Uh, if the Jets win, oh no, here we if go. The Jets win. Uh huh. You, you bring us lunch next How week. many bets have you won already from What do I get? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I get one lunch or I have to pay for two lunches and fair. I'm giving up seven fair. and a half points? We, we, didn't say where you, we didn't say we were going to lunch. If we split your lunch, it's still fair. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. How is that fair? How is that fair? I'm buying two and you guys are going halvesies on freaking Chick-fil-A. I don't know. Yeah, I get the Chick-fil-A no Chick-fil-A is fine. I'm, I'm done Chick-fil-A with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is fine, but it's I don't delicious. even think that. I'm a get proud that. sponsor of Collider Sports. Yeah. No. I can eat an AM, PM <laughs> hot dog from you guys and be like, enjoy. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, don't I, I don't drink AM anymore. Beer. So You don't? No. no. Did you ever drink? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's oh, been boy. it's been a long time since I drank. Oh, okay. But I used to yeah. 4 a.m. a.m. p.m. What, what do you guys got over Ooh. there? Oh, is that a burger that's been Yikes. sitting there for 12 hours? Hook it that up. looks delicious. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, I've I've had my late night 7-Elevens enough to know that yeah. it's still good. Ken's over there one now with with Finstock. <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on to we've only got 15 minutes left in the show. Uh-oh. Damn it, college football real quick. Penn State dispatched Michigan. Uh, 28. Shut up, John. This I'm, is my turn. Adam, look at this camera. Oh, Get on me right now. Yikes. The Penn State Nittany Lions are the best team, maybe in the Big Ten. Oh, okay, boy. Like, uh, listen, oh boy. Turn I off think this could be <laughs> the year that we beat. Okay, sorry, John. Go ahead. No, go, 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 go. No, listen. I they think look this good. could be the year that we beat Ohio State in the horseshoe. We haven't done it since before I was born, I think. It's been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. We gave it to Michigan. We kind of let them come back in that game. But I think if we keep our pedal to the metal, we got Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, freaking Minnesota in Minnesota, and they're undefeated right now. Yeah. Then we travel to the big to the horseshoe in Columbus, the worst city in this country. And we have to beat the Ohio State Buckeyes, which are clearly the best team in the Big Ten after Wisconsin got smoked by a weird field goal in Illinois. Yeah. That's alma mater. We're going to talk about nope. that next. He didn't go to Illinois. No, no. no. Lived uh, in Illinois. Though. Yeah, right. Here's where Penn State needs to worry. Minnesota. Yes. Minnesota's the trap game. That's the trap game. They're ranked number 17 right now. Trap game. They, and they're at Minnesota. You never know what can happen. That's for damn sure. But they certainly look good yesterday. John, let, me, let me give you a quick story. Yes, real quick. Go ahead. Real quick. Uh, the year was 1999. Oh boy. Oh, 15 minutes left in the show. 1999. Yep. Yep. The Penn State Nittany Lions that year had the number one and number two draft picks in the NFL. One of them happened to go to the Washington Redskins. Who was that? LeVar Arrington. LeVar Arrington. Great the Penn State Nittany Lions were 9-0. and We were the best team in the country, number one ranked overall on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And guess what, John? We went up against a... Team unranked mm. by the name of the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Was, who was the coach of? Do you remember the Golden Gophers I coach? Don't remember that coach's I, I, name. I'm pretty sure I remember, but I, I don't want to say. And it guess right what, now. John? Yeah, 
We lost on a last-second field goal. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that every Penn State fan and player is reminded of that game every day the week before that Minnesota game. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, well, someone who doesn't want reminding, and that's the Wisconsin Badgers. They lost 24-23. to All these people crowing about Wisconsin, Buzz. What does Wisconsin do every freaking year? Whether it's in the playoff semifinal or just before, they always find a way to blow it unexpectedly against. They always look like a juggernaut. They always look like a buzz cut 1950s Dick Buckus style style team. Then they face some team that they uh, uh, take for granted and they lose. They did it again. The Illinois is three and four. They were two and four coming into the game and beat them 24 to 23. Jack Cohen did his best here with 264 yards and a touchdown. John, the Taylor ran for 132 yards for Wisconsin. It still wasn't enough. Josh, shock reaction to this, please. I uh, I watched the whole second half of this game, and because I, at halftime it was close. What, what the hell's going on here? What, yeah. Illinois stinks. Illinois they're not, stinks. They're not good. This isn't like South Carolina. No. That, you know, like, they were 31-point dogs. 31-point yeah. yeah. dogs. Yeah. Okay? I don't even know what the I don't even know what the money line was, but if you got it, <laughs> congratulations. Thirty-one point dogs, and Wisconsin went out there in the second half and legit could not do a thing mm-hmm. offensively. Quarterback looked flustered. The defense was doing the best they could to yeah. keep them within the game. Uh, that and also the Wisconsin coach ought to be ashamed of himself. Yeah, he, I agree. He passes it. And it, and it gets picked off? Yeah. He passes it. I understand you're trying to get the first down and end the game. You have the best running back in college football right now. It's cockiness. Against an average team. Yeah. You, you run it. You run a draw. You run an end around. You run something. Get the, even if you don't get it, you punt it and pin them. Yeah. Now they get the pick. They, all they have to do is get 20 yards. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Wisconsin had not trailed this season at all. And they were ready to take on Ohio State next week. Now, this is fascinating, Josh. Let's talk about, do you think Wisconsin pulls off an upset here against Ohio State as a way to bounce back into the conversation? And if they do, do they, now do Ohio State and Wisconsin have a legitimate gripe to be in the college football playoff semifinal at the end? Well, I think Wisconsin signed their meal ticket. They're done. Okay. They're out. Even if they beat Ohio State. They signed the check. They're done. Okay. They beat Ohio State. They have now ended up. Them ended, but they they put the the hurt on Ohio State. Yeah. Now Ohio State has to win out because if Wisconsin beats them, then then the Penn State loss. Like if we have Penn State with one loss, Wisconsin with one loss, and Ohio State with one loss, yeah. none of us make the playoff. No, I don't think I, any of those teams from the Big Ten make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to go undefeated in the Big Ten to make these college football playoffs. It's just biased with the SEC. Yep. It just is, and I don't think Ohio State loses to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I think. If you are a college football player and you are on an undefeated team and you have this chance of going undefeated and winning a national championship, each week that you win makes you stronger. As soon as you take that loss, guys start looking elsewhere. Start thinking about the draft. It's yeah. no longer an issue. I mean, you're, you're no longer going to make the football playoff. One loss does it, and that's the problem with college football yeah. is even with one loss, now you're behind the eight ball, and it sucks, and yeah. it just sucks. With eight teams, now you're talking about a Wisconsin, a one-loss Wisconsin making it in, yeah. a one-loss Ohio State making it That's in. possible. Well, another yeah. one-loss team, that's the uh, Oregon Ducks. They took care of business, too. So, quietly, the Oregon Ducks are doing their thing over Washington here. Uh, they took care of business. I was really happy to see this. I don't usually put a lot of Pac-12 stuff in here, but I like the idea that they rallied past Washington and took care of business and kind of hanging around, like we said, hanging outside that top 10 right now at number 12. But I like them. They're frisky. They're fun to watch. I'm glad they're back into prominence. We took their terrible coach and made him the coach of our team and he can't uh, repeat any of the success he had at Oregon so thanks so much uh, there for Florida State so this is great to see and we'll see what noise they make as they maybe start to climb up the ranks here's the thing too is you get that Pac-12 thing because no they're they're on late so they don't get a lot of TV right and if it's not USC who is it right Mm -hmm. uh you, you, this could be the year that you see a one-loss Alabama in the playoff, a no-loss LSU, because I personally think LSU is going to go to Alabama and beat them, yep. now, especially with Tua Hurt. Uh, right. I think you're going to get Oklahoma in there with Jalen Hurts, and I think you're probably going to get, if Ohio State goes unbeaten, which it, it's more than likely they are, then they'll be in there too. Yeah, and that's another one last thing you should say. Nick Saban said there's no timetable for Tua's return. Tua got mm-hmm. injured, uh, the quarterback for the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, got injured. Uh, he is uh, out in Definitely, right now. So that could change the entire landscape. Of and if this. you're a team, and Jalen Hurts is giggling over in Oklahoma. Right oh yeah. yeah. And if you're a team like the Miami Dolphins or the Washington Redskins or the Cincinnati Bungles, yeah, that were tanking for Tua, 
and take a second look at that. If he's already hurt and he's yeah. been hurt before and he's not exactly like clean slate Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. I, I would never tank for two of them. I, I don't think that I'm guy's an NFL quarterback. I'm with you. I think Jalen Hurts is an NFL quarterback, I do possibly, too. but I don't. You know what's a great point? One last thing. Let's move on to basketball in just a second. Matt, but like, let's do an NFL thing real quick. Watching Kyler Murray yesterday for an entire game, which I was able to do on the plane, because usually I'm you know, watching yeah, red zone and split, stuff, jumping around. It, you are right. When he scrambles around the pocket, he can't see. He can't. He's too yeah. small. He is short. When those linemen back up, I saw him miss a number of open He's receivers. He's seven-step drops, dude. Yeah. It's it's kind of tough to watch. Him scrambling around and those linemen back up oh. to defend for him or he's jumping around the linemen. He cannot see the wide-open dudes because he's not six foot one, no. and there are plenty. There were plenty of wide open dudes on a couple of his scrambles where he took those horrific losses. He ended up winning the game, but still, that's a, that should be a massive concern for you if you're a coach of this team. The fact that they're not doing play action every single yeah. time, yeah, because that's the. I mean, he looks like a scat back out there. Mm-hmm. He does, and winging the ball like this. Yeah, I don't like that. Like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to get him in trouble soon. Oh yeah. It's also three straight wins. Uh, he had one boneheaded play run out of bounds with 2.13 left in the game when he really just needed to run down the clock to ensure the victory. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, three straight wins for a rook on a team that everybody just assumed was going to be at the, the, in the basement again. Uh, it's not bad. You know, mm-hmm. the height is an issue and not being able to see open receivers and whatnot, but other starting quarterbacks who keep getting shots, specifically for teams in the NFC North, yeah. uh, continue to do that as well. Yeah. So... The fact that uh, he's showing promise, there's always you know flags with the young guys. Mm-hmm. And very few mm-hmm. come in and just like boom, finished product. Right, it's super rare, especially at the quarterback. So so long as he can show continued improvement, I mean, look, Breeze isn't the tallest of quarterbacks. Sure, sure, Flutie uh, certainly Flutie was had not a the good tallest career. Of, yeah, yeah. The, you can't succeed. You just need to be better than everybody else. And you got to get protection. You yeah. got to give him that protection so he doesn't drop back twenty steps or run around. Like it's got to be a vision it. thing. Yeah, he's not used to looking for receivers. He's used to running. Right, right. That's the thing. it's an interesting thing. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our last uh, segment of the show here. That's the NBA. We got to talk, talk about, about baseball. No, we're not talking about baseball. I'm going to have Ken Napsok possibly oh. uh, on a uh, preview of the World Series. Uh, none of us are as knowledgeable about baseball at this point in our lives as Ken Napsok is. So I want to sit down with him, maybe do a preview of this National uh, League. Uh, uh, Washington Nationals taking on uh, the freaking Houston Astros again, who knocked out my Yanks on Jose Altuve's two-run homer at the bottom of the ninth. You know what you do? You don't throw strikes to Jose Altuve in the bottom of the ninth. Anyway, it was a, a tough watch uh, for me personally as a Yankees fan. It was fan. an incredible baseball game. It was a good game because that two-run dinger, we tied it up in the ninth inning. That, no, I was shocked out of my mind. Oh, it too. Back. It was an incredible baseball anyway, game. Yeah, you know, getting all furvy and uh, spinning. It's, be, it's a pitcher's duel. Yeah, Houston, it'll, be pitch, it'll be fun. It's awesome. It's, Houston's got the lineup. The Nationals, uh, not as strong of a lineup, but their pitcher, pitching can counter anything Houston can throw out there. And you've got you to put some, some dice on the table for a team that has, one, been there before and has yeah. so many clutch bats. Yep. So yep. many clutch yep. bats. This is going to be a fun, fun watch because it I feels agree. like the Rockies from that year, they went yeah. all the way into the World Series Agreed. and no one saw that coming no, yeah, and, yeah. and ended up losing. And they got swept. Yeah, by the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> so that may happen possibly as well. Anyway, the NBA, let's move on to this thing, talk about it real quick. Uh, Adam Silver said on Thursday that the fallout from the Daryl Morey's tweet, if you remember, he tweeted about the Hong Kong situation. It has cost the NBA and already you're seeing the NBA for the first time looking like they don't know how to find their footing on a social issue. And this has been rare under the Adam Silver era. Matt, obviously you're the host of Drop It Dimes. I go to you on this. Uh, apparently, the rumors are coming out that uh, China had asked uh, Houston, or the NBA rather, to fire Daryl Morey as yeah. a GM, which has never been done where a league can fire the GM. It's the team that does that. But uh, there's a lot of money here at stake. Apparently, it's a $4 billion market for the league is China. That's insane. Oh, no, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's the only reason that LeBron was hemming and hawing to get his response right, and he screwed it up and then had to put a response Yikes. out about his response. Yeah, that was a PR nightmare for yeah. him. Ooh, yeah. It's going to cost, if, if China withdraws, it's going to cost every NBA team immediately $10 million per team <sighs> in their salary cap. Yeah. Uh, it's a market that active followers or active watchers of the league is 200 million people. Passive followers that watched at least one game last year was 600 million people. Mm-hmm. It's a huge market. Um, and the NBA does not have a response. The Chinese state media has said that uh, there will be repercussions for yep. Adam Silver and for the NBA. Who knows if that happens? On the flip side, the NBA has leverage. Has yeah. leverage. If 600 million people are passively paying attention, and then that means you cannot really take that away. Mm-hmm. 200 million actively follow 
you need to maintain this to pacify the people as you, you know, tighten that that totalitarian grist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you got to give them something. So the NBA has leverage of go right ahead. You can take our money away. See what that happens. You know, see what happens to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tencent has gone back to quietly playing games again, except for the Houston Rockets. Yep. As of right now, Uh, it's going to be a weird. There is no right now. There is no clear path for either side. No one has any clue how this is going to resolve. Yeah. Um, uh, 300 Hong Kong protesters got free tickets to a game in the uh, Raptors versus uh, Nets, and they took behind one of the goals, and they set up up there. All teams now are putting in protocols in place for protesters showing up to games. With signs. With signs. They're, they're taking the signs yeah. up from people. They're now. assuming that they're all going to come out yeah. in various times and intervals, so they're instituting policies. Mm-hmm. Because right now there's already some in place where you can't have political stuff on signs and whatnot, but they're going to have to beef those up. Mm-hmm. Like This is going to be this is going to be a weird introduction uh, to the season to see how long it maintains, yeah. but this Hong Kong thing is not going away anytime soon. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to continue on. Any thoughts on this one, George? Yeah, it's, a, it's an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't, as, as Americans, be subject to Chinese. No, you got to take the loss. You got to take, take the loss. Mm-hmm. We, we, can't, we can't control the fact that China controls their people. Okay. Yeah. They have state-run media. They control everything that these people do. It is an absolute. It's a humanitarian crisis that nobody talks about mm-hmm. because we're all so scared because there's so much money that is put into China and so many of our businesses are dependent on China. Yeah. Okay. And the NBA needs to come out. All the players need to come out. All the coaches need to come out and stand in solidarity for the players and for the people that are going for freedom. Not. Because they're worried about money in China. I'm, yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm scared to death of China. I will never go there, ever. Mm. And um, until a democratic rule goes, and that's nowhere in, in any kind of future that we see of China. And the fact that Daryl Morey is, is, Adam Silver has to go and say something. He shouldn't have to say anything. Wow. He shouldn't. When money's but, on the line. I yeah, get man. it. When money's on the line, that's great. But these players are already making millions and millions of dollars. Right, but you have to also look at the owners, Josh, and that's the thing. I know we got to wrap up soon, but the, politically, the owners may be on the side uh, in a way of uh, the Chinese government, and be like, or may all be not, oh, may not want to be. Oh, some of them most right. definitely are. Right, yes. and, and, or they may not even businesses over there, or may not even be into politics. For them, it's about the money. That's what 100%. they're losing, and so that's the thing. But uh, so I over there for the Nets is a dangerous situation. He's the co-owner of the Nets because uh, he's Chinese. Or Hong Kong. He's from Hong Kong, I think is what it he's is. He's from Taipei. Oh, Taipei. Yeah, right. So, but, uh, but yeah, he sides with the pro. He sides with the because well, uh, he owns China. Yeah, he partially owns Alibaba, which is their Amazon. Yeah. Right, which right. Is bigger than Amazon. Yes. So there's so a reason that he, Nets. Yeah. yeah, and Nets protesters are showing up to these games, the the, the preseason games. They were starting to show up until the tail end with signs yep. against him. Against their own owner, and those owners, it's, are it's being a situation. Taken. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a situation. Super interesting. On top of that, because a lot of the speculation as to why Kyrie and Kevin Durant signed there is because of the Alibaba connection and oh, the inroads to China damn. that he can offer them. Oof. And uh, on some level, Durant's got to be happy that he's out of the spotlight on this one, yeah. because then they would be, well, why did you go here? Because the speculation was it's going to open up all these new foreign markets mm-hmm. to you and to your shoes and to everything else. Not that you weren't selling already, but to have that even better access and conduit to it, yeah. just like uh, yeah. Him and the, they had this tweet come from 25, 24, 25 of the other GMs outside of the Lakers, the Nets, the Rockets, the Knicks, mm-hmm. like the Warriors. Had it come from, you know, Milwaukee and yeah, Denver, Minnesota, Orlando. Memphis. Orlando, yeah. No one, this does not have near the traction and no one cares near as much, but right. Daryl Morey created a firestorm just with one tweet. It's amazing. Yeah. And I'll push back on this. Dylan Dogs, like NBA LeBron, especially are cowards. Fool, if you had the money on the line that they have, let's see how you would react. Don't, don't, give me this, don't give me this judgment of those guys because you don't know all the moving pieces going on with these guys and what Listen, they've signed the deals. If there's that much money on the line. Space Jam you know, needs a Chinese. Like, <laughs> I mean, sure it has Chinese we funded. have the movies that we talk right, about right, here right. all the time. Yes. If you want to write a movie or produce a movie, you need it to air in China. Yeah. To make any kind of money back. And the fact that we are, we are a victim of our own success in China, and now we have to, we as policy, as Americans, have to deal with China, a, an oppressive regime that has oppressed their people. Yeah, welcome to money. Money talks, boys. That's how it goes. It's sports and yeah, politics. It's capitalism. In life. That's capitalism, exactly. Yeah. Uh, however you look at it. Right, communist this, country. That's this very educational episode of Collider Sports Time. Thanks, everybody, for watching mm-hmm. us live today. Always appreciate the lively, vibrant chat. No matter what I feel about your comments, I'm always happy that you 
you guys join us, and we always appreciate it as well. That's Josh McCuga. That's Matt Nost. Uh, and uh, what's our announcement, Matt? Real quick. Uh, we are uh, coming back to Collider for the top ten. We're going to have video for people every week. You guys demanded it. We are bringing it. Thank yes. you very much. Comes out for our patrons a week early and out for everybody on Collider after that. But you can still get our audio where you get it now, but you can get it on Collider as well. We're basically, we had a nice partnership between uh, Collider and Top 10, and we are happily uh, moving forward. That's starting November 5th, I believe. Yep, November 5th. Get ready for Top 10 coming back to Collider. Uncensored, unfiltered, and raw. We're coming back as is. Are we doing a Top 10 Bruce Willis? Uh, We should get you on for that. Absolutely, Josh. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember to hit subscribe on the Collider Sports YouTube channel and subscribe on the uh, Collider Sports podcast feed or on the factory, rather. I always appreciate it. Thanks. Take care. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Adam Smith. Adam! At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify.